welcome to Creative Block, where your host, V. And Sean, we interview people in the creative industries about their life, work, and hobbies while we doodle jam. We asked people on Twitter and Instagram. We're on Instagram now. Come and follow us on Instagram. If they had specific topics they wanted us to discuss, as well as some drawing prompts. Today we have with us Mike Austin. Hi. That's that, and and we pronounce we pronounced it Mike Katsu, uh, but uh, it's not Katsu. It's a uh, Cat Steven Universe. Uh, yes. and we were told, you know, we were told not to say it, and then I explained it. But I do think that that is funny that we misunderstood that the the name. So I wanted to. Yeah, when you like wrote it, yeah, two separate words. I was like, sure. I was like. I thought it was, I really thought it was like Katsudon. Yeah, you know? that's I was what like, everybody I thinks. Was like, <laughs> but. <laughs> I was like, oh, like Mike just really likes Katsu. <laughs> well, some people think my name is Lord's Pew instead of Lord's Spew. Um, and so, oh, so there's like... people that are like, oh, this is a, he's a, he's a religious artist. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, not, I'm not, <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I get it. Um, Mike, I think, okay, let's see. I, we're trying to get creative with this question, but let's see when were you, when was the moment you realized you, you potentially could have a career in animation? Oh, that's such a deep question. I know. <laughs> like the first question. <laughs> like, uh, sorry, this is like, now I'm like, but that's why like, I, I was just talking earlier, but now I'm like, okay, whatever. But, um, I would say, like, like as a child, like, obviously, you know, I sort of feel like I had that, like, knack to draw. Are you drawing, like, someone praying at a pew? Lord's pew. <laughs> Sorry, I was just, like, looking down at the gym, man. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I, I would say, like, yeah, like, as a child, like, drawing. But, like, I had, like, of course, like, no you know this is like me like seven or eight years old whatever have i have like no idea that like you know like cartoons or that there's like people behind like making cartoons like i just think there's something that come on tv inexplicably or something and i watch it yeah but it's yeah. like <laughs> uh but i think like the first time uh like i actually like thought about it was uh like you might be hinted by my name, Steven Universe, and on, like, Tumblr, uh, when they had, like, the Steven Universe Tumblr, which was, like, mm. all the sort of, like, behind-the-scenes, like, model sheets and, and assets and designs, and, and, and my, the thing I looked at most was, like, the boards and, like, animatics. Mm -hmm. And then that's, like, kind of, like, when I was, like, oh, like, that's, like, what these people do. Like, that's, you know, the terminology would be like oh like i if i want to do something like this like i want to be a board artist like oh that's like what you call it mm -hmm. um and then like just like i would just like go on their the cruniverse tumblr and just you know um like wow watch like all flip through like the pdfs of like the boards and look at the animatics of like full episodes and be like and that's when i was like oh like that's what i want to do because like <laughs> yeah no that's great it's great that like you 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 got and and how old were you when you saw all of the the blogs on tumblr for steve universe 13 
that's great it's so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think very it's, young. it's really interesting to see that like um tumblr like there was it was definitely like very aspirational i think at the time to see all of the art from the cruise like you know so accessible on online um and so so you're 13 do you do you feel like it was kind of hard to convince your parents to maybe pursue a career in art like how did you feel about you know uh how did that go um well i don't think like i was actually like ever thinking about it like as a job uh mm. until i like was in college uh so like my parents you know like me being a kid i was just like oh i'm not gonna you know maybe, maybe you have a good relationship with your parents i have a great relationship with my parents but i'm just like oh like you know i'm not gonna tell them like i want to be this when i grow up and i was just like uh oh, you know i don't think they would understand if i was like i want to i want to like draw something like steven universe they don't even know what a steven universe is so like what i don't know if they would understand that <laughs> like, um but uh because uh like my whole thing was just like uh you know i i like went through school up to eighth grade and then mm. uh i went into college as a computer science and engineering major oh so, interesting yeah 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 so like i wanted to like code honestly like i this was like so like thoughtless but like i was just like like yeah like i like video games and like computers like i think i would like to do this and like mm -hmm. I, I knew nothing about it but i was like i can learn how to like do this so I, I would like learn how to code or something like that so that's what i went into college for and i you know went to college at uconn and then so basically from that point on my my goal was like i'm just gonna get like a job in this field but i would mm. still be doing like art on the side and like appreciating it and like doing boards in my free time um but i don't even think i like did my first board till i was like 18 or something like close that's, yeah that's like, still pretty young 18 i feel like <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. feels so that's really interesting. Were you like inspired by any video games or were you just, just like, oh, that sounds like a real job, so I'll do that? I was like, wow. Well, part of me was like, like, like this very like capitalistic view. I'm like, I got to make money in life. I need some high paying job, like computers <laughs> or something. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. I'll try and do that. Uh, it, sure. Why not? And uh, well, a part, part of it was like, because uh, I got like a, a full scholarship for like the engineering uh, school at the University of Connecticut mm -hmm. so I was like like and of course I feel like my mom would slap me across the head and be like you'd be stupid not to take that so I was like yeah sure I'll do that like yeah why not so mm. how did you get from going to school from this other thing to realizing that like because you had your childhood dream and mm -hmm. a lot of the times like you know we either feel like we need to grow out of that or whatever like what made you realize that like oh this other career is actually realistically possible for me like how did you switch well i feel like it was <clears throat> like a mixture of like again like just exposing myself online to like like kind of like looking into like these you know like gr growing online and then like finding these social media accounts of like these people who actually like work in the industry and just kind of like 
observing them like oh these are real people who do this as like a living and i'm like hmm like that's what i want to do and then uh, also like you know meeting friends who are like actually in the industry and like uh kind of like get it from like their perspective uh and i guess like uh like i like i still like basically like once i turned like 18 and i was like okay i can like i guess like i feel like i'm old enough and like i I, that's when i started doing boards in like my free time and of course like i was applying to like everything like whether it was like cartoon network internships or like like board tests for all these different shows and i think it was basically like like a little over two years of just like kind of like oh i kept applying nothing came out of it but like that's okay that's like on the side while i'm doing school and Mm. it's like it was still like something on the back burner but like i was still like trying really hard at it for like a little over two years straight and then that's that's really admirable honestly like you were out in school but you're like okay i'm still i'm still gonna treat this like as a consistent like side task that i'm you know because i feel like it's really interesting that you mentioned that because i do feel like getting into animation you need a lot of drive and you had the drive to do that on the side of like school which is a lot yeah, <laughs> school like, is uh, already a lot and let me tell you it was like on top of like uh i feel like i could have done a lot more if i or like i could have done a lot more art stuff if i went to like art school but like i you know engineering homework and encoding homework is torture so i i had like, oh really <laughs> you did I, not like it looking back at it now i'm like i love i love the campus i love the dining hall i loved my friends and then I think about the actual school, and I'm like, oh my god, like, why? I was like that at some point. Like, nothing wrong against, like, you know, engineering majors. I was an engineering major once, so I can't say anything, but I'm like, oh god, I can't imagine, like, just thinking about, like, how that could have been me. I don't know. That sounds, like, really mean, but, like, I, me personally, like, I'm like, oh, jeez. I'm glad it turned out like this. Like, I, I was able to get, like, get a job boarding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, no, uh, speaking of speaking of that, like how how did you get your first like art job or or your first boarding job? Like how that seems so <clears throat> like such a distant thing from the story that you're telling like you're doing it, and applying for it, stuff recreationally. It really was. Like, it, it like literally just sort of like came out of nowhere, but it, it was like uh, uh so like I I I don't know you know based on like i i I never really asked but like um this was like uh like going into junior year of high school this was like 2020 and like you know pandemic started whatever and over the summer i like finally finished my like first i guess like real board like it was like you know it looked like real like the the other things were just kind of like i just took like random clips from cartoons and just like did like little 20 minute funny animatics of like my characters saying silly things but it's not really like my own thing that like i created myself so uh but then i made my first real board uh and i put that up and i like made a portfolio finally uh mm. and i put that up with like a bunch of other stuff and then that was maybe like end of august like right going right into the start of like my first semester and 
Uh, also, I was very into Owl House, like, because uh, Steven Universe Future ended, and then I went right into Owl House as my, like, my next social, not social, but, like, my first thing to, like, leech onto and devote all my time to obsessing over, so, mm-hmm. uh, and I, like, obsessed over that, and I drew, like, a lot of Owl House fan art, and, uh, and then, like, life was just, like, normal, like, doing things on the side, and it was, like, about like midterms uh in our first semester and they're like out of nowhere maybe like a week prior i like posted some like i don't know if this was related at all but like i posted some like Ida fan art or whatever and i saw like dana terrace liked it and i'm like oh my god like the dana terrace like liked my fan art and i was like <gasps> of course like you know for like an hour straight i was like oh my god like she saw my work like uh, like i'm like freaking out like oh my god like that's so cool like she I, and her like, uh, uh, me and her exist in the same reality this, this know, like, <laughs> she's practically my best friend now so like i, I you know like everyone's upside uh and i was like okay like we, we didn't like interact it literally just like was a notification that like she liked it so i was like okay cool so then, like i passed on whatever and then um i remember it so vividly we were like studying for are i don't even remember what class it was a very hard math based class and it was like 11 o'clock at night and i was studying with like like a bunch of other friends in like a study room and then i get like a dm from dana and i was like and at first i was like i just saw a notification i was like what's with like this dana impersonator in my dms this is crazy Ah! (laughs) I was like, yeah, sure, Dana, if, if that even is you. <laughs> then I looked into it closer and I saw like the verified symbol and I was like, oh my god. And then I like read it and she was it, it was like it was like, hey, like uh, you know, me and like some of the other people on the crew like saw your work recently and uh were like have an opening for a board artist on the second half of season two and and it I didn't even read the rest of it. I was like freaking out, but then it, 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 I was like, ah, like, like, and I just like screamed in the middle of our study session. All my friends looked at me and were like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, ah. and I like, I, I'm like, I can't talk right now. And I ran to the bathroom and like started screaming in the bathroom. And I was like, oh my god, like, I, not to disturb anyone. And then, uh, you know, whatever. And then I like read it further, and you know, she was like, uh, if you know, if you wanted to like, like, have an interview with us uh because like we really like your work like let us know we can like set that up and see if you're like you're right fit for the show like get to know you uh you know like test whatever and i'm like oh my god cool and then like i was still freaking out and like i didn't have the capacity to answer for like 30 minutes and then uh, i get another dm from her unprompted and she's like oh my god like i didn't know you were in college still like you don't have to like do this if you don't like don't, you don't don't feel any stressful like i know you're still in college so you don't have to do it and i was just like immediately quick and i was like no <laughs> like no uh-huh. i'm i'm i'll get i'll take an interview like don't, don't worry about it like i'll i'll do it like, like i will drop out right now i ended up dropping out but like i'll, I'll do it right now and she was uh-huh. like she was like oh, okay cool like and of course she was like you know don't drop out because like this means you know nothing is confirmed like you're literally just interviewing and i, and I knew that i was like okay cool whatever like and, and so i was like okay and then like of course midterms the next day and i was like this is like the worst time like like <laughs> like, like literally right before 
the night before midterms and i like have this on my head like <laughs> oh my god like i cannot i could not sleep i like stayed up to like 4 a.m and then i went to sleep and then i woke up and i was like okay i guess i'll take this test it might not mean nothing because i might just drop out like i was like being way too like big in the head and i was like whatever uh but then like you know a week went by uh i ended up interviewing and then like another week went by and i was just kind of waiting but like it was so painful just like doing my work and i'm like this thing is brewing in the background that may or may not happen i'm like oh my god like i cannot focus on work right now <laughs> like doing all this doing all this math and coding and junk like uh uh what you know and then like long story short uh i ended up do did get a job offer from disney and of course i accepted it and i accepted it before like doing anything else and then i was like okay i guess i have a job <laughs> and then i was like okay i guess i gotta drop out now like <laughs> I, like literally with like when in the within the day i just went straight to like the like admissions or deans whatever and i was like hey i'm dropping out <laughs> i gotta go <laughs> so i was like yeah so then i you know, I dropped out, I moved back home, uh, brought, like, all my stuff, uh, I busted out, like, my Cintiq, I got, like, a link to all, like, the animatics for the episodes to, like, catch up on, because this was, like, uh, like, almost a season's worth of, like, or half a season's worth of, like, episodes, and I'm, like, and it was literally, like, the Sunday before the Monday of which I would start. And, like, literally mm. that Sunday night, I had to cram in, like, half a season's worth of content. And as a fan who was, like, really crazy with Owl House, like, I just watched, like, ten new episodes in a row. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh. all the, like who's Hunter? What's this V character doing? Like, what, what's what's all this? Like, what's going on? And I was, like, freaking out. And I'm like, okay. Just speedrunning like, hyper-fandom. I literally just like. Oh, like <laughs> Like, these episodes would have came out, like, over, like, the course of, like, three or four months, and I just watched it all in one night, and then sitting, and I'm like, It's like, it's wow. like, ne it's like Neo in that, in that room where he downloads Kung Fu, and it was mine, and you're like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like, I was like, <laughs> like, oh my god, it was, like, so overwhelming, but I was like, okay. And then I went to sleep, and I woke up, and then, like, I got, you know, uh, introduced to, like, my director, Amelia, and my board partners, you know, Kat and Haley. And we all got to know each other and we had the script handout. And of course, like I had like I was not a professional, so I was like, okay, script handout. That sounds really professional. Like I was like, cool, cool. I can do that. I can do that. That sounds corporate, you know, a script handout. Yeah, yeah. Like I can just do that. practicing <laughs> how to hold your hand out in the right way to accept the script. Like, like no, yes, that would look stupid if I held my hand out. Like, oh <laughs> damn it. I held my hand out upside down. What if I drop the paper? Oh, I'm gonna look like such an idiot. Like literally, but the, to keep in mind, I was also in Connecticut this whole time. I, I, the whole time I was on Owl House, I was remote in Connecticut. So I like had to do this over, everything was over Zoom, basically. And, um, uh, and I'm good. This was like literally me coming off of like a STEM major where like anything job related, like I had to be very professional and I had to like wear a, a suit you know, semi, semi-formal to everything and be like, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. I will file those taxes. I don't know. Something of something like, 
uh, very adult to say or something. And then I got there and the handout was just like, yeah, so Hunter, lol, like, he's so quirky. Like, we're going to have an episode about him. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, yes. Like, it was very, like, it very much put me at ease, like, you know, okay, like, this is not, you know, like, I, I had so much fun with it. And, like, everyone on the team was, like, so nice and so inviting. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's, like, so, thank God. Like, I, I, was, I was, like, so scared. And I was, like, 20 at the time. This is, like, over three years ago. And I'm like, geez, like, I'm just so glad that everyone was so nice. And then the, then I just went on till the show ended. <laughs> I guess. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's so crazy though that like you you managed to kind of like do it all on your own, like because you you didn't really like you didn't go to art school. Did you? But you did have community on that you found online, right? Like how how often would you say you were posting art online um, leading up to that interview? Um, I feel like a lot more than I'm posting now. <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like it was mostly all just like steven universe and fan art of just like cartoons that were on as long mm -hmm. as like some you know characters of my own but uh i would say like and it's crazy to think now because i barely like post like once a week let alone like once a month or something uh but like it was probably like one or two like every day like i i don't know how i oh, did it Oh wow i was i don't know who was I back then? I who was she? Like it, it I, sounds like maybe not programming a whole lot. <laughs> like yeah. maybe not programming as much well, as you okay. should have been. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. There was a loop around because I most of those drawings were from the margins of my homework, and you know, like I would just like uh, take a picture of, and it was funny because I would like take a picture of my homework or like the drawing, and then in like the bottom left corner you could see like some equation. I'm like, don't don't worry about that. Just focus on the drawings, everybody. Like that. Oh, that's my drawing math. <laughs> that's how yeah, I think don't... about drawings. I just do equations in my head and all the vertexes, and then I put them all together and I calculate exactly. my drawing. Like, don't <laughs> exactly. That's it helps me in the process. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, all the I just look down and there's like a gallery in front of me. <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that's really that's so that's so fun. So like, yeah, I think. I, the reason why I asked this question is that I feel like a lot of um, guests that we've had on the podcast who eventually got noticed online, for example, like Louis Ong that we had very, very early on on the podcast, were posting every day. So for Louis, it was back in Tumblr. But for you, Mike, it was more on Twitter, I guess. Would you say it was more Twitter? It was like, I think it was like, I started in Tumblr and then eventually like just moved to t Twitter because I used to be crazy on Tumblr, but I think <laughs> I think I, I sort of like switched to Twitter once Steven Universe like ended and I just kind mm. of like migrated because I was like, oh, well, you know, Tumblr was definitely like I was on there for Steven Universe and then when it kind of ended, I was like, oh, cool, Twitter's okay, I guess. Yeah. So is, is your main advice to do fan art and quit uh, quit your school? No, that's not, not <laughs> do fan art quit your don't school. Twist my words. <laughs> no, uh, I would I would say the first part. Just put all your fan art on there because, again, I don't know uh, like what the people on Arrow House who like wanted to reach out to me 
uh, I'm not sure if it was Dana specifically or she just like reached out to me as like the messenger because I know she she was supposed to also. Let me just say this uh, and a point to like the other, but like, mm-hmm. uh, and a point to like the story before. Um, Dana DMing me on Twitter that is like not something that happens, but her just her email was down, so usually it like would be through a more official means. That I'm not like saying like you'll get a job by some creator just DMing you on a social media platform like. Uh, it it would have been through am- <laughs> well it would have like... been through email that's what i meant to say yeah. but um i mean for the official offer yes but i feel like it's not yeah. uncommon for creators to reach out to uh, um artists through dms on like instagram or like social media i don't know i feel like like for for example for me my story real fast was like how mm-hmm. i got the job on loud house was because i posted on facebook at the time and the creator of loud house was like oh like i was taking a test for we bear bears and he was like oh i'm jealous and i was like well send me a test for your show and then i got a test for loud house that i oh, did yeah. and i got it so uh it, yeah, like, it yeah. happens it happens on social media it's like <laughs> um but i think that's yeah i I don't think that's too it's interesting that like i what i love about your story mike is that you posted fan art um a lot and i think it's really important to let people know i think people are starting to to know now but like it's okay to do fan art and it's okay to post it because i feel like a lot of art schools are like don't do fan art and i feel like yeah you know, yeah. like it's it's almost like sometimes you're practicing doing what in the in this animation industry is called either a design or a storyboard test. You're like practicing to do that almost. And also it has good engagement with fans. But like it's mm-hmm. like you're anybody who's passing by it is sort of getting subtle hints and proof that you if you were on that show, you could draw like that. And I, I and in animation that's a good thing. Maybe in illustration or in in some yes. other industry, maybe that's frowned upon, but in animation, being able to adapt to a style is really important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially a style like Owl House, that's like, it's a pretty, um, it's a pretty difficult style to, to draw because it's a little realistic, but it's also a little cartoony. It's kind of <laughs> in that kind of like spot where it's like, you know, it's it's different from the other styles that are around. I feel like Steven Universe, like the, the shapes were a little bit easier to grasp because yeah. it was a little bit more broken down in terms of design. But Owl House felt like it was a little bit more anatomical, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, that was definitely like, uh, especially like on my first episode, just like trying to get the style. And it was like a lot of like trial and error um oh yeah (laughs) i just uh like one of the first memories i have uh like after joining the show was just like uh uh one the style and then another one was like um i just remember like pitching the scene with like hunter where he gets like his cape ripped off of him and you know i i was still learning the style and it was like literally the first sequence i've like ever pitched or or, like roughed or anything and i just kind of like had him spin cartoonishly like in a tornado like like turn around Mm -hmm. and i just (laughs) in the pitch dana was just like uh 
yeah, we don't do that on the show. Like we don't, we don't do like a cartoonish like kind of spin around. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I, I was like, oh, oh, stupid me. Like I, I was like, okay, okay, I got this. I got this. Tasmanian so. devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. literally I mean, what I did, and I was I, like, I, look. I, I feel like that. Like, have you have you found any, um, any workarounds to that? Because it is a magic world. Like, I I could imagine that if magic's involved, you might be able to get away with a little bit more of a like loose kind of cartoony thing. Oh yeah, there's definitely like like instances of like funny cartoony hijinks, but. Like in that moment, it was just like sure, sure. looking back and now it was like such a serious moment of like Darius confronting <laughs> Hunter, and then he just like, and he's like, what? He's like, like Tasmanian deviling. Like... Yeah. I feel like God. it's really it's really interesting that you point that out because I feel like sometimes when we talk about the style of a show, it can get confused with the drawing style, but there's like mm. um there's like two. There's like the style that we actually can see with our eyes, which are like the lines, the colors, the like the way things look. And then there's the style that's more like the tone. And like you said, like cartoony is a specific tone. That's a style for like, for example, Looney Tunes. But then like Owl House had its own tone, which was a little, which is more realistic and, and grounded. I would, would you say it's like fair to say? Yeah, like uh, grounded, like action-y or stuff like that. For sure. It seems like almost like more of the rules of like it's like instead of American cartoons, it's 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 closer to the rules of maybe like anime as far as like movement goes. Yeah, I would definitely say that. I know, uh, like a lot of people on the show are definitely like anime influenced. Uh, versus me, who's like Steven Universe influenced. So I was like, uh, definitely a uh, definitely learning. Uh, also, I, that's a really cute Bowser. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> oh my god, is that is that you, V? Yeah, I drew, I drew this, I drew this Bowser. <laughs> wait, wait, can I can I draw a Luigi next to him? Because I know yes. Bowser. Thank is. you. It's like I was gonna draw Luigi, but I am so glad you're gonna draw him. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm gonna, I, <laughs> I gotta look up Luigi because I don't I I don't want to draw a, a fake Luigi. He's hard to draw. He's they're surprisingly hard to draw. I actually um um behind the scene everybody listening uh now that my computer is really good when i started creative block my computer was really really bad and it would turn off halfway through the interview now i have a really good computer so i can have google images pulled up with references so i'm cheating a little bit (laughs) i i I had a i had an ex that uh said that uh, her first crush was bowser and that's that's why she thought i was cute because I reminded her of Bowser. I felt really bad during WonderCon because somebody came up to my uh, table and um, he was wearing the like um, like the choker with the spikes and also like the the wristbands with the spikes. Yeah. And his hair was dyed red. Really tall, really big guy. Is he a wizard? And then. And everybody was like, you know, cosplaying and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you Bowser? And he was like, no, I just look like it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know. oh my gosh. I was like, um, so I mean, it's a compliment. He's like, it's okay. Everybody tells me I look like Bowser. Even without the costume. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. You just I think look he like was, that. Because he was, you know, he was wearing 
I did. Yeah, he was wearing the choker and the oh, wristband, so I was like, okay. Um, and he dyed his hair red as well, so I was like, that's understandable. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I de I derailed things with my personal Bowser anecdote. <laughs> no, no I, think, I, think, I think this is great. <laughs> I no, I think this is great. I love this story because I love you know what's interesting? I've noticed we've had a couple of guests uh on the podcast who went to engineering school. Like Ben Jonal was a, a computer science before. Um oh, he, hell yeah. Yeah. And um Winton Redmond also was computer science before he started in animation. So I think it's really interesting. I think it's really cool to see people who like pursue a different major and manage to like still get in the in the industry because you know you were posting every day you're posting fan art and um I think you were I remember you being very active online uh and I remember you like talk like like interacting with people in the industry and I thought mm -hmm. it was kind of like and that's kind of how I found out about you as well it's like you did fan art of of like the animal uh crossing fan comic that I was posting at the time and I was like that's really cool I love his his art is his, his art is really good um and I guess my question would be how did you approach that like for you from your point of view what was it like interacting with people in the industry online oh that oh I guess like uh they were just like Kind of, I mean, it, it was it wasn't like you know like I I sort of viewed them as I mean there were parts where like I was like uh like oh wow that's like so cool that like you worked on these cartoons like that I've watched and like I've looked up to and like that's so cool. Um, Call out your biggest Twitter like, beefs now. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but uh, I I would say like uh, they were mostly just like. Uh, you know, like, mutuals, like, it's it just sort of, like, I'm, at, like, maybe I still am, but, like, I'm just, like, intimidated, I'm, like, and I, I shouldn't be, and you shouldn't be, but it's, like, because they're just, like, people, but I was, like, oh, my God, like, they're so cool, like, I, a little goober, <laughs> a goober like me could never interact with them, like, uh, but I, I was just sort of, like, uh, mostly on Twitter, like, my, my close friends are just, like, my friends that I've, like, known, but it's, like, gosh, like, uh, it was just cool. Like anytime anyone from the industry uh, would just like interact with one of my tweets, I'd be like, <laughs> "Like I just like said, that's so cool. Like you're so cool. Like <laughs> I don't know." Uh, well, that's really know. interesting. Did Did you ever like reply to industry people's tweets, or were you just mostly just kind of like hoping that senpai would notice you? <laughs> uh, you, you know, like I I would. Uh, like hopefully not annoy them <laughs> but i would just think you know you know a casual reply if something interests me or like i have something to say you mm. know um but i wasn't like in their dms like hi want to be friends yes. hi <laughs> hi yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh like i i tried to keep it cool you know keep it chill, keep it chill. Uh, <laughs> jesus christ that hunter <laughs> No, I think so, this is great because I think what uh, I think what you did that was that was great. Um, also, and I think that sort of played a role in like helping you like land 
a gig is that like that that's a way that's a way to network right i think that that's a that's a way of like of ca very casually networking with industry professionals and i think that's yeah. a really great example of like a successful networking yeah, you know, successful well i working success <laughs> i would say i would say yes it was like very casual because I, I i like would never like just interact with someone on like with the the devious like intense like i'm only using you for connections <laughs> like so something like that like i right i mean these are people that someday you want to be friends with so you exactly you gotta and, play your cards carefully yeah it's like very if anything like i would never like i didn't view it as that but if it like came out uh like it evolved into like oh like yeah like like you know i could pass you on as a reference i'd be like okay cool and i'd be mm. like okay finally your your use is done goodbye forever like thank you like and just like moved on that's like no that's terrible but don't do that um but no that's why yeah. that's why i was highlight that's why i was asking those questions i was like i think it's cool that you're just like replying every now and then and you know like i think that was that's like a really good like example right mm -hmm. um and so so you've worked on owl house yeah yes how was it for you working like did you feel like your skills kind of got better as time went on how did you learn on the show how was kind of that whole experience of like learning and do you finally feel like you're now i'm a real board artist you know what i mean you <laughs> oh, know what i mean <laughs> trust me there was so much imposter syndrome like <laughs> like it was you know i was like oh my god like like it'd go like you know i'd do my work then like maybe like once a day in the back of my mind i'd be like i shouldn't be here i should just i'm the worst like i i don't i don't deserve to be here or something like that and i'd be like of, of course you know that's just imposter syndrome what are you gonna do it's just a thought in your head you just gotta like overlook it um but uh it, it both like I think technically and like like artistically I I would like to think I've improved since like the beginning uh cuz I had no idea how Storyboard Pro worked um <laughs> and I like I thank my like amazing director Amelia for being very patient with me and like you know teaching me the ropes of like cuz I did not even know like what a matte layer was the first week I was on. <laughs> so it was it was very bad. Like uh, you know, she she taught me like how to, you know, good lay like uh, you know, setups for like layers and naming layers and, and stuff like that. So mm. she she was like so helpful. Like she taught me so much, like just about the technical side. And of course, like on the artistic side, she, you know, uh like good ways to do thumbs, like be just very concise and like brief and you know how, just like get your idea across and then move on to like the nitty-gritty and stuff like that uh and a funny thing was like when i first did cleans uh i thought it had to be like just like the show because oh, i interesting. i you know i know this now but like when you're doing you know boards you just have to get like the idea across like say if you're doing like a body and like a person has like a very complicated outfit or something you do not need to 
draw the outfit. But I was drawing the outfit because this is like the first thing I ever did. So I was like, okay, cool. And then when I did like Amity, uh, I just remember I like drew every single one of her fingernails individually. (laughs) 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 And then like I was going through all that. I'm like, okay, cool. And like I spent like a whole day just like, not a whole day, but like maybe one or two hours just like going through every panel, like fingernail, fingernail, fingernail. I was, I just thinking about it is like terrible. It makes me cringe. And then when I bought, when I pitched it and Dana was like, uh, you can leave out the fingernails. I think the overseas <laughs> will get that their fingernails are supposed to be there. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Like, what if uh, the overseas felt- people don't have fingernails? What? If- I don't know other cultures. <laughs> I-, I felt so like stupid. I was like, um, but of course, like I learned from it. I was like, okay. And then I feel like, uh, you know, just every episode I moved, like, every episode I moved on to, like, this, like, this episode to this episode, this, I felt like I was, like, I felt, like, more confident every time I would start a new episode. Like, okay, like, I know how to do this. I know what I did wrong the last episode and now what I got to do right. And I think by the time I got to, like, season three, I was like, okay, I'm a real board artist. Like, I, I can do this now. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, I think that that answers the question. I don't know. (laughs) No, I think that's great. I like that you, I like, cause the reason why I asked that was because I, I feel like every artist has imposter syndrome and I feel especially for someone, um, like you who didn't go to art school, you must have felt it like way more than people who went to art school. Yeah. God. <laughs> but I mean, this is really good stuff for people that are worried about getting their first art job to hear yes. how much you were able to learn on the job. Um, yes. and, and like even outside of like the technical like program stuff, like uh, can you think of, uh, I don't know, like a, an, an important lesson or tip that you got fr- uh, like early on from someone who is uh, teaching you sort of how to think about storyboards or how to storyboard better? Um, again, I think everything I learned was literally from my amazing director, Amelia. She just, I basically, like, mooched off of her, like, every, like, the way she did everything. I was like, she, she seems like she knows what she's doing. She, all her work is so good. I'm just gonna do what she does. So, <laughs> I, I think, like, and, and of course, like, everyone on Owl House. Just having a role model, yeah. And of course, like, everyone on Owl House, too, because, like, when I was, like, trying to figure out, like, oh, like, how to draw this character or this character, I'd, like, go look at animatics and see how, like, other people on the show would draw these characters, mm-hmm. so then I could just sort of, like, you know, figure that out, uh, you know, like, shorthands for characters and shorthands for this and that. So I think it's, like, uh, just, like, everyone sort of, like, at least me, I just sort of, like, learned from a little bit every a little bit of things from each person on the crew, uh, but especially my director, so. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like that's, honestly, I, I relate to that. I feel like that's how I learned a lot also for boards is like having a really great leader that is there to like um, teach you and, you know, like you said also, like I feel like looking at other artists' boards is like super useful Yeah. because then you, you, you get to you get to learn more from like and and also you get to kind of like 
have an idea of the style of the show overall so it's not just your team it's also like the other teams yeah that's a great um answer and so and so after Owl House uh what happened <laughs> uh well then I cried um <laughs> I was like no the Owl House like I, I just wanted like I don't know a million more seasons but uh and after that, um, uh, I rolled on to another show, which was Monsters at Work, and I worked on season two of that, and uh, I had actually watched it while I was working on Owl House, and I was like, God, this is such a cool show, like, the CG is so cool for, like, like basically, like, a TV level, and then mm. little did I know, like, two months later, I'd get, like, an offer, and I'm like, cool, like, let's go... <laughs> Uh, but that was like so much fun and it was really different because it was like a cg show so i had like a whole new can of worms to open on how to board and that was just something else <laughs> what were the main differences um in a way uh you know you could be looser i suppose uh in in the way you draw characters because it is going to be a cg model at the end mm -hmm. But in a way, you also have to know, like, your limitations since, like, uh, like 3D environments and, like, you know, what angles can realistically be achieved in, like, a 3D space and, like, how cartoonishly can these expressions be because they are, like, existing models. So, um, nobody ever yelled at me, so I'm assuming I did okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well that's your bar <laughs> i'm like yeah nobody ever told me i wasn't doing it right so i think and uh, uh, this is me like a year after i've already been off the show so i'm like well too late now something happened <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh. oh man that's great what are you working on now uh i can't say the specific things but i am working on uh, the multi-platform crew at Disney TVA, which just sort of deals with like all the, you know, the chibi tales and the chibi verse mm. and the little shorts and little variety specials and stuff like that. That's great. I feel Thank like you. Disney's pretty good as like at retaining their talent, so that's that's really great. Yeah, I'm just like I love everyone at Disney. It's like, and especially like because. You know, some people, a lot, some people I worked on Owl House, I still see, and then the people I worked on on Monsters, like a lot of people who worked on Monsters, fold onto the same project as me. So it's like I still have these, you know, people I'm close with, and it's like, oh my god, I know people, and I, they're my friends. Like, oh, thank God, it's like not going into like some new territory every time I roll off, and it's like, you know, like people I know. So it's like, uh, I, you know, the Disney people, I guess. <laughs> so so friends that you've made along the way have have played a big part in you uh getting other jobs after uh shows end uh yeah yeah i would definitely say so yeah and like right. also like you know uh the recruiting people also help a lot too because those are ones getting like looking out for jobs for me and helping me along the way oh that's great i uh, I don't know if you guys want to kind of like pepper in 
some questions from listeners because we have a million questions. Uh <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I saw I was like scared. You're scared. I was like, there's there's so many. Like that's like, so and, like, funny. We'll uh, we'll ask for sure the questions from our patrons and we'll get to as many questions as we can from Twitter and Instagram. But um I think I don't know. I just really like I just really like to hear that, you know, um you you were noticed online because I feel like that's a huge thing and I feel that's still the case you know it's still the case now that people get noticed online um mm -hmm. so from our patron Katie what practice or exercise do you think helped you land your first gig and finish your project to post online do you have any tips for students like yourself who are in school and trying to work on portfolio projects how did you balance it um i would just say the first part would be just putting yourself out there and just mm -hmm. sort of uh at least me like like i just sort of like latched on to a fandom and just kind of like followed the trends of the fandom and just posted art and you know uh you know especially steven universe was like really popular so it was like oh you know if you're drawing steven universe at that time it's like that's probably gonna get out there because people like steven universe uh mm -hmm. uh of course you know don't do it like what you're drawing don't just do it to, like i need to draw this so i can get like be famous or something like you know like draw what you want like draw something you actually care about mm -hmm. uh uh and then i think just getting through like working on your portfolio and your drawings in your meantime during school i would just say is just your drive like you said just being able to have the energy to do it and sometimes you don't have the energy and like sometimes you like have a you know like art block or something like that but like still overall just like being able to you know why am i drawing willow with a human ear anyway uh <laughs> that's not right you're gonna get called out you're gonna get uh -oh. becomes a human season four like <laughs> uh but no nah, i think uh yeah like i would just say draw what you like and put it out there like i that's basically what i did like especially the boards i did i you know it, it's stuff i wanted to do uh definitely don't look at your art as like a means to get somewhere just like do something you like and if it also happens to get you somewhere cool but like you know i think that's what i would say i think that's very true i think that's something that i think it's great that you say that because i feel like for me when i was in college i felt like i i couldn't draw fan art i couldn't draw the stuff i wanted to draw i was so stuck in like a people pleasing kind of attitude of like Mm -hmm. oh this is what the school expects expects me to draw or like i had a, a weird idea what the industry expected to see from me but i think it's great that you were just like indulging in fan art that you loved because i do feel like that really works in a positive way and i think it's a great advice to tell like students out there just draw the stuff that you love drawing because people will see that yeah. you're excited about drawing it like yeah they, you can someone can tell whether you're liking what you draw or whether it's just like produced out of like you know 
boredom or something like you know they they can definitely tell now like not not to cause stress in you like will they be able to tell like if you draw it for fun like they'll you can tell like someone's having fun with a drawing if you look at it i think mm-hmm. Maybe. i don't know i don't read minds so yeah <laughs> 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 oh, sorry I'm so sorry, like, I have not drawn anything. I'm just, like, in awe of all these amazing drawings. I'm just like, oh, I'll just draw a little head up here. <laughs> You're fine. You're supposed to do all the talking, so it's okay uh, if you don't do a lot of the You drawing. know, you said it before we started, too. You were like, drawing and talking is hard, and I'm like, ah, I probably got it. And then I'm just like, I've drawn maybe, like, one and a half things. <laughs> like, it, it really is. I can't concentrate. <laughs> we, we we have a lot more practice at drawing and talking than probably a lot of people do, so it's totally... And totally I applaud okay. you, because that is <laughs> talent. Oh. Thank you. You're so sweet. Um, I think these were great answers. Um, I think from our patron, Fez Hoof. So, since you were brought on for the, the Owl House during production of Season 2, what was the experience like with the groundwork already having been laid and the story beginning to speed up its space to try to get all the heavy hitting beats to fit into the show's run? Hmm. So I guess like a shorter version of that question would be like, what was it like kind of like coming into a show that you're that's already like running? Kind of like full speed almost. Um I I think it definitely helped that I was like a fan of it, so I definitely was like maybe at least in my case like obsessively attached to these characters that I've like known as a fan uh but then like the new stuff like when I had to binge like half of season two like the first half uh it was just like kind of catching up like in in digesting it definitely and then at least uh you know working on the episodes I did work on like right in the middle because uh, I, I like jumped right into any sport in a storm and of course like the first thing i boarded was like hunter and i don't know anything about hunter because he's a new character and then there's this guy named darius and who may or may not be like a father figure and i'm just like i and then but of course like uh i think if you're jumping into a show like i i would hope they would fill you in on what happens next and what their intentions are and what they're like setting up so that's like what you know dana and the crew and my and my director like you know filled me in like this is where the story would go maybe these are like some intentions to like sprinkle in because this is like what we're working towards so i i think i got oh sorry no 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 no, go finish what you were saying i'm sorry oh no i was gonna say i i like because literally the first thing i ever boarded was hunter and i think i got hunter at least correct is this character because nice. it's like a new character but yeah i think that, that hopefully that answers it like just it was crazy i, I had a lot of catching up to do so mm-hmm. I, I i was curious just like what was the first time that you had that you boarded something for owl house like as a fan of the show where you felt like i think i think i made an owl house scene like i like 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 as opposed to like this is me doing fan art of owl house like what was the first time where you where you were like this is this feels like it fits in the show this feels like i'm on the show and it works did that never happen i know that (laughs) (laughs) i i i love the first episode i worked on i just feel like looking back at it i'm like oh like 
I wish I could have done so many things different. Like it's like I wish I would have made Lumity cuter and Hunter more angsty and like all that stuff. And I was like, ah. But then I moved on. But I think like the first uh thing where I was like, okay, yeah, like this is like an Owl House thing. Uh, is probably like the end of Hollow Mind with like Hunter, like running out and you know he's traumatized or something whatever uh and i was like uh just like working on that episode because it's like something as a fan i would never expect to happen because it was such like a dark scary episode so then when i like helped on a dark scary episode i was like okay like this is the show like this is nothing my fan mind could ever comprehend like i would never think of this as a fan like this mm. of like this bellows killing like his brother anything like that like why am i i, I a part of me was just like did bellows kill his brother was that revealed but i'm like we're in freaking season three obviously like, I, uh, <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's not a spoiler like um, yeah. I, I was but, gonna, yeah. I was gonna say to 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 appease your old regretful self, um, looking back at the you know your first episodes, uh, can can we see who who can draw Lumity the cutest? Like if ah! if, if, if if you were to make the cutest possible version of Lumity that <laughs> that yeah, that you're wishing for, like. I don't know what whether it's like making him look like a baby or what, <laughs> but but well, like what, what was... do you even mean? Get the cuter Lumity. <laughs> well, like because okay, so uh, I also thank God to the revisionists because Lumity is so much cuter than what I boarded because I like had them because you know I knew about the Lumity kiss or not the Lumity kiss like the Lumity you know they got together and I, I when I digested all the information, but I was like scared i was like they're yeah they're together but like and i i like and you know the scene where like they're sitting in front of the bookshop and they're like sitting together in the final episode uh like uh, whoever did the revisions like kind of had them pressed up against each other like leaning on their shoulder but then me and my boards i had them sitting like two feet apart like not touching five feet apart because they're not gay mm -hmm. like i was like oh, i, I should have done it cuter like <laughs> and stuff like that or, like, oh, so you don't mean moments. physically cuter you, you don't oh, mean like no. like, oh, like i drew her ugly and all the shit like <laughs> no no like like very gay moments you know what i mean like the, mm -hmm. they are you know they're, they're little cute little scrunkies whatever but i'm talking about like you know i could have amped up that game i'm gonna still draw so her like a baby more. right now <laughs> okay i i will do that too uh let's uh, um misunderstanding like owl, <laughs> owl house reboots is like the the owl house babies or something babies always work <laughs> babies every show that works <laughs> i was this is a super tangent but when i was on thundercats roar i i pleaded for a fountain of youth episode where all the thundercats would like fall in the fountain of youth and all turn out to be babies I was not on the show long enough to see that happen. No. I think there's a there's a baby episode, but I wasn't on I wasn't on the show when that happened. No, <laughs> but uh, back to back to questions. I really like um those question from at Capital Corgi three five one on Twitter. What is your favorite and or least favorite part of the storyboarding drawing process? Uh. I think my favorite is just like 
uh and this of course depends on like what show you're on but i just love for owl house at least it was like like wow i'm drawing these characters and like i can you know they you know just draw them as cute as i want to because like i have the power someone gave me the power to draw these characters i guess it's like official uh and, and uh like stuff with like monsters as well it's like you know um it's it's just i i just like drawing <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. it's fun to draw so i th- i think the the all the productions i've been on so far i've just loved the characters so i think my favorite part is just drawing these characters like i love tyler and val and loose and amity and hunter and willow and, and gus and, and everybody uh and then uh uh if i had to choose like a least favorite i would probably say just cleaning up like just mm. making it look presentable <laughs> i guess like you know uh because say if you like when you pitch your roughs and and they go through fine you know cleaning it up is just uh it's you know you're still putting in the effort to make it you know have that sort of like oomph with the expressions and their actions and all that but it sort of maybe sometimes feels like just sort of like oh busy work you're just making it look nicer um yeah you're a little bit like less creatively involved but i don't it's just yeah yeah, yeah. but i don't yeah, like, I know hate it. it it's just you know sometimes a bit uh like of a slog or something i don't hate it i love it but you know if if i had to pick my least favorite not you know that would probably be it yeah there's producers that listen to this podcast that are that just find out whether you actually hate <laughs> your job and they're like, like oh, wait, they're out of here they're good thing i listen yeah, this is all a setup like you wasted like an hour finally we get to the the, the true reason yeah. behind this podcast the dark the dark secrets of mike <laughs> the cleanup um it's funny because i feel like on some shows that i've worked on uh cleanup was kind of nice because it was the moment when i could turn off my brain and just watch a bunch of like really horrible shows <laughs> yeah, it, it, and, you know you know <laughs> yeah it's like it, you do sort of turn off your brain which is but it's just like you know there's there's not much going on in my brain so it's just like you know uh do you mean, do you mean normally like, or during that uh well you know both <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be kinder to yourself mike it's <laughs> <laughs> um let's see i i don't this is terrifying i can't draw cute things (laughs) what in the amity ear (laughs) is going on there yeah i i was like oh sometimes little babies with big ears is cute oh yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a really interesting question from at Take Quack. Uh, if you were to make a Planet Forever, if you were to make Planet Forever an actual show, where and who would you pitch it to? Oh, that's also like the producers. They're like, we got him now. <laughs> like, we'll find out what he says. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, wait, what was the second part after like? Uh, where would I pitch it? 
Is that what where and who? I think, I mean, technically, because you're at Disney, I think you have to pitch to Disney first, right? I, mean, yeah, I think that I, I think that's how it works. But like, if if Disney, I, 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 how does that work? I feel like if Disney turned turned it down, hmm. Well, I feel like I yeah. Know. I feel like since you know I'm at Disney, I would love to pitch it to Disney, whether or not it goes somewhere. But then, of course, like you know, there's also like the the dream kid inside of me who watched Steven Universe and OKKO, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool if it was like a Cartoon Network show. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. But I mean, really, just you know, who knows? Like, what could happen down the line? It's just like, uh, I guess whatever is most feasible. <laughs> if if oh, I yeah. if I ever were, I I I don't even have like. A pitch bible or anything it's just like little ideas in my head and some drawings <laughs> so it's not like you know not anytime soon don't don't you are you ever considering pitching it at disney though like i would you... love i would love to if like if someone was like hey you know we have you like we're looking for someone to pitch ideas i'd be like bet i'd whip up a pitch bible and be like here you go but mm-hmm. that's like you know very hypothetical like uh if that ever happened absolutely uh, I would definitely pitch to Disney, but uh, right now I'm just you know, it, it's not like I'm dying to make a pitch bible like right this second, you know. Mm-hmm. Taking it one day at a time. Yeah. I got self conscious and I made the ear smaller. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, it, this will be on YouTube, so someone can that that that'll be unless the editor cuts it out. Like the the ears never existed. I don't know what you're talking about. Redacted. Yeah, I'll just just start <laughs> making visual like please mask the ear out, Clem. <laughs> just mask, mask physical parts of the canvas out. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god, her job becomes yeah. like a million times harder <laughs> just to like <laughs> like there's just like a black out. a black bar over the area the whole time. It's, it's like fixed. So funny. Um, from at Strider underscore Inc. What is the coolest part about working in the industry? Just, I would say just the fact that like, uh, you know, I helped make a cartoon. It's like it's i i just think that's cool like especially like a show like owl house where i think it's really popular among like fans and people online and it's like oh yeah like i i helped on that like i i had a part in that it's just really cool uh and of course like like i said before just i i do like drawing contrary to popular belief but i do like this job so <laughs> I, I, it is fun i i really like it so are there are there any um like like I because you started off doing fan art of the show, are there any mm. like little like bucket list things that you wanted as a fan that you found a way to like bring into the episode subtly subtly or something? <laughs> 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 no, but <laughs> I mean I'm such a crack shipper, so you know, like, when any sport in a storm, we were working on that, and I feel like at that point I was still a fan, because it was, like, my first episode, but, like, when I saw Hunter and Willow together, I was like, okay, 
like this is the crack ship and i feel like <laughs> other people on the crew agreed so we were all just like you know working in the background to add little bits and pieces and like i think it was like cat who added like the little blush that hunter did towards willow and i was like yes fuel <laughs> fuel the flames for the crack ship yes oh my god i but like uh so like i didn't do like any hunt low things in the early parts but i was like in the background just like yes all of you good at it and then like when season three rolled around and uh i think it was like i think willow's like uh i'm gonna borrow that book when you're done with it and and she like does like a little thing in the script it didn't specify how that line was read and i was like can this be like a little flirty or something and dana was like yeah so i was like bet and i made him blush and i was like yes like i've been waiting to do a hunt low moment yes so <laughs> excellent that that was definitely like my fulfillment of my little fan desires even though i technically wasn't a fan but i still was a fan so yeah <laughs> that's so cute i love that i love that <laughs> you said that you were technically weren't a fan but you still were a fan i feel i don't know having ships like that on shows is like really fun we we had <laughs> one like that on thundercats roar where we oh wait what was it it was Can you uh, say tigra it? it was just it never was official <laughs> but we all uh. secretly wish for tigra and mumra to be together <laughs> <laughs> wait let me make sure it was our thing. The right we and there was a moment i remember there was a board that there was a board where like um they're together uh, Mamra and Tigra in the car and and Tigra was just kind of like like he 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 was somewhat a prisoner but kind of also okay with it and Mamra <laughs> takes a picture of him or whatever and then they start blushing and they're like oh <laughs> no listen there have been I I know it's maybe it's not official but I've seen clips floating around on Twitter of the two and I as a fan could pick up from it like you definitely yeah. planted some stuff and we were like mm -hmm, okay that's a little fruity but you know the <laughs> funniest part is that they're voiced by the same voice actor <laughs> oh, oh, self-love hashtag self-love <laughs> yeah exactly it's like a yeah hashtag self-love that's a yeah. good thing yeah we were yeah it was it definitely kept us going mm. <laughs> so i understand what you mean the ship in a show is the best but yeah i was I, I i feel like sometimes i struggle with like what is the cutest version of something is it big eyes or little teeny empty beady eyes sometimes because both are very cute to me uh and i don't know i don't know which one it wins the cute contest so you in the comments, if you want to <laughs> let me know. Oh yeah, that's wins. true. In the <laughs> do the do the dot are the dot eyes cuter or are the the big um how do you call them? Like the almost like Disney the, like, eyes. The shiny. Yeah. Like kinda like kinda like the Puss in Boots eyes. Yeah. Which one's cuter? <laughs> I I feel oh, man, it's that's I don't know, that's a hard question. I think for me. I don't know. 
I think I like the Puss in Boots kind of eyes. I feel like they're it works on I me. I mean, they're definitely more expressive. Sometimes I I can I feel like I push it to a degree where it's like this has become gross. <laughs> like like almost like there there's too many if the eyes are too wet. I can hear them. <laughs> Looking at like, his eyes sounds like someone stirring a bowl of mac and cheese. They're like they're like these squishy balls Stop. where like you squish them and the eyes pop out. They're mm-hmm. Oh my god, god please. <laughs> That's how you draw. Um from Instagram. We have an interesting question from Jane Coenders. Mm-hmm. With how fast paced some gigs are. How do you deal with them and how do you handle things like perfectionism getting in the way? I think, you know, I, I just try my best and, you know, uh, you know, dead, you know, just, you know, you always have to make a deadline of course, cause that'll offset like the entire, you know, rest of the pipeline. So, uh, but then, you know, there's a point where it's like, Try your best and, you know, ask for help, of course. Like, don't be radio silent. Uh, if if something's moving too fast and, like, you need help, be vocal, I guess. Uh, and just, I know I said this, like, three times already, but just, like, try your best. And uh, just, just try your try best. Your, try your best just to try get it your done. Best. <laughs> like, uh, you know, you, you know, I've had lots of moments, like I said before, like it's like imposter syndrome where I'm like, oh, I can't do this. But then uh, I'm just like, yeah, shut up, me. Like, yes, you can. Just do it. And I'm like, okay, I never thought about it that way. Like, yeah, I'll just do it. Okay, then I do it. So, yeah, uh, be, make like the actor <laughs> who plays both of the roles that gets shipped and have some self love for fucking once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag self love for your creative process. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it could definitely just be like stressful sometimes, but. You just gotta, you just gotta do it and try your best. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's just like you know, you just gotta keep pushing. Um, I feel like um, we have a lot of questions from a lot of different people from both Twitter and Instagram about portfolio, and we've talked a little uh, bit about your portfolio. Yes. But I want to hear from you what you feel was the strongest piece in your portfolio um what would your portfolio advice be for people who want to get in see i was gonna i don't know if this is like a question i can answer because i like i don't know if you would want to hear this answer because i i just honestly i don't want to hear don't know (laughs) (laughs) no like i literally (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I just, like, literally do not know, like, what... Because the only thing in my portfolio of, like, real, like, value, I guess, towards what I wanted to do was that one board. And I think it was just... I don't think they really looked at my portfolio as much, and they rather looked at, like, my Instagram and stuff. So I don't know. I I don't know if I can, like, answer, like, what a good portfolio is or, like, what to put in your portfolio. Because it's, like, such a changing... I think what to take away from this is that a portfolio can sometimes be what you don't expect it to be. Sometimes mm. your portfolio can be just your public work online, your public yeah. work that you post every day. That in is a way, part of your portfolio sometimes. Yeah, because, you know, in a way, I feel like my Instagram, my Twitter is for, like, me and my nonsense ramblings, and sometimes I 
but then I keep my Instagram art only. So if you really want to see my art, I guess you could just call my Instagram my portfolio because that is just just art. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, that helps. For a but, long time, I mean, my only portfolio was my Tumblr. Uh, yeah, and your portfolio can be your Tumblr, mm-hmm. it, but it's. It, I, I would also just say like. Uh, whatever you put in your portfolio, make it relevant to what you want to do. Like if you, yes. you know, if you want to be a board artist, you don't don't include designs or, I mean, you can, but like maybe make that like, in another tab and not the first thing you see because like, you know, people who look at portfolios have like, you know, really quick like a minute to look at it and then they're they're moving on to the next one. So it's like you want to be, first thing on your portfolio is your best work, concise, quick. Get to the point. Show me what you got. Like, I guess. I. Uh, what would you say? The, did your Instagram look like? Because you said like, um, your your Instagram was kind of like your portfolio. Did it have like little character moments? Did you do slideshows? Did you do? How would you describe the overall vibe of your Instagram around that moment that you got hired? Uh, I feel like it was mostly fan art, which I can't, you know, I'm not sure the, the the topic of like putting fan art in your portfolio is kind of like touchy. That's like a touchy situation, but I would say like, uh, it was definitely like what I posted was definitely like signs like, Hey, I want to be a border. Like it was like character moments of like, you know, expressions and poses and stuff like that. And, I think at the time when I got it, like one of my more recent stuff was the board I posted. So it's like at that specific moment in time, one of the first things you would see would be the board. So I guess, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And you can also, they didn't have this feature at the time, but Instagram lets you pin posts now. So you can pin the stuff you want at the top of your Instagram. That's good. I think that's great. Yeah. God, this hunt low is so cute. <laughs> uh, the angst. The angst. There's nothing like there's yeah. a little angst between them, but it's mostly just like tee giggling, cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, try your uh, best. To... <laughs> the, the freaking tattoo as design. Uh. Oh, there's another question that I forgot to ask you. Wait, it was good. It's mm-hmm. a question from somebody on Twitter about your influences, your art influences. Like, who's an artist that's really influenced you? If you want, like, a specific artist, it's probably going to be, like, really predictable. But I would have to say, like, Rebecca Sugar, mm-hmm. clearly. Because, like, I mean, like, I, I, I had, like, such a period where, like, I tried to, like, perfect like her art style is my art style <laughs> and it was like i would i would just like look at all of her like uh like her art for steven universe and her personal posts and i'd be like ah oh, that's like what i want to draw like and i feel like if you look back in my art on tumblr especially you can probably see that attempt uh but <laughs> uh i like specific artist Rebecca Sugar because she was like the first person who like ever inspired me like I was like wow but I mean pretty much like everyone 
who worked on like steven universe or okko like either of those shows it's like they were also like talented and i still think they're like talented and like it's like crazy to think that i could work with them one day like i would probably geek out for a moment but you know (laughs) (laughs) if i ever met them but that's uh, so cute yeah yeah that was a question from at um victor watcher watchman from at victor watchman and the question was who is your biggest inspiration to being an artist so i think rebecca sugar rebecca sugar absolutely like just (laughs) she created steven universe (laughs) and and her art is just so gosh darn good like so yeah we we like to ask our guests about creative block do you ever experience creative block and if you do what does it feel like and what do you do to get over it um yes to everything uh i would say like i I feel like every artist gets creative block like whether you're you know any type of art uh, but in my case just like specifically like boards or something um and it, and there's a point where it's like you know you get creative block but you also have to just like uh you know you're still gonna have especially in like my case you know where it's your job you are gonna just have to sort of you know get through it try your best uh and just you know uh, try your best tm trademark uh and just just, but in the case it's like if it's like you know you're doing it on the side and there's like no pressure but you still want to like you know uh develop your art style and like beef up your portfolio per se um uh like back when i did that and i you know would just like i like i can't i i would just like cannot draw anything and like anything that i tried to draw i was just like this is poopy garbage i'm not finishing this i would maybe say like uh take your second hobby if you have a second hobby if not get a second hobby like find something else you like maybe do that and like focus on that for like a week whether it be like just and it could be like art related like you could just binge a tv cartoon or something or or binge a movie a bunch of movies like animated movies or something or like you know in my case it's like play video games or uh i don't know crochet or something uh but i used to just like uh i was very into like um what's the word like i was very much into like like 3d modeling for fun which is like still art but like it's like something different you know what i mean yeah and uh i would do that and do it like for a week and then by the time you like focus all your time on that like when the week's over you're like oh like that was nice like and now you're like okay now that you go back to it hopefully you'll be like Oh, like I actually miss drawing because I haven't done it in a while. So it's like, yeah, uh, I would just say like long, like TLDR, like switch out your hobbies and just focus on one or the other. Like don't, unless you have to, because like it's your job, but like I would say don't force yourself. I think that's like maybe, maybe some people are like, oh, force it until you have to do it. But then I, I, I don't know. If, if you force it, you're like, you're going to drive yourself crazy and you're just not gonna progress at all and 
definitely take breaks i would say just don't draw to draw yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's just like the thing like you're, you gotta replenish your juices and such <laughs> yeah i think that's i think i think that's i think that's a great answer i feel like breaks are so so important man yeah or go on a hike that's what i like to do i like to go on hikes and shit so do that Ooh, yeah that's go. great Nelly. what's it like what was it what was it like for you as an east coaster moving to the west coast oh i mean that's it's hotter um it's like if like physically like it's like climate and stuff and especially like being from connecticut it's just so different the seasons and such and a lot more expensive um (laughs) (laughs) that's a big one uh but you know i i i don't know it's it's like it's definitely like a different way like different walks of life and and such like uh you're, you're not gonna be able to like go to i don't know like you're not going to go sledding in California, I guess you could say, like, something like that. Like, uh, I definitely miss it, though. It's like, you, you like, just miss, like, uh, you know, like, especially me, I was like, God, Connecticut sucks, it's so small, and I hate it. And then as soon as, like, a, a month after being out here, I'm like, I miss Connecticut. It was pretty nice. <laughs> it, it was pretty nice, actually. <laughs> it was kind of cool. Uh yeah like uh, i don't know i it's just like i guess it depends on you and how you feel about the east like like do do you like where you live if not like if it's like a i don't know this is just me doing hypothetical stuff like it's like you know you hate your life there sure like it'd probably be better to come here but i do get homesick uh for connecticut that's really sweet I feel like we haven't really had an answer like this yet um, about moving coasts. Um, yeah, well, it's just, it's also nicer because like everyone I know is like here physically in real life. Like I can touch them and talk to them and have dinner with them. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's like nicer to have like friends who used to just be like these online friends that are across mm-hmm. the country, and now they're like they're all here. Yippee! Yeah. Mhm. What's your favorite thing to do um um to hang out here in LA? Uh oh my god. Sorry, I just saw Micah. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I would say I definitely like hiking here like the especially like the these mountains over here in Burbank are like mm-hmm. so cool. Um but also just like how and i'm sure this is not true for other places but like you could like walk a lot of places here like it's like very walkable or in like connecticut you're just kind of like oh you could be in the middle of farmland and your closest walmart is 40 miles away or something like you, mm. you know like <laughs> you know something like that but uh it's also nice if you like if you like sun, you'll love it here. And if you hate rain, you'll love it here. Like there's no <laughs> there is no change in weather, so that's also cool. 
I mean, just, just sledding on the hard concrete, like the <laughs> sparks flying behind me. Like, uh, <laughs> awesome. Ah, that's great. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty neat out here. The weather. I mean, it's been raining a lot recently, but. <laughs> oh yeah like like do not take this as a sign like it, it's so funny because like my 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 family came to visit me and it was raining the entire time and i'm like i thought you said it was hot all the time and dry and sunny and i'm like you came at the worst time like it is this is not <laughs> indicative of the rest of the year don't like i, I swear um jeez <laughs> but it looks pretty after it rains and everything's green before it like catches on fire in a few months i'm sure <laughs> that's, so, that's so true <laughs> oh my god oh man that's really funny <laughs> i think that's um yeah i think that was a great i think that was a great episode just kind of like seeing how you like got in like all of the like little like internal battles of like do i belong in this like very yeah. <laughs> talented crew and then finding that you have the talent and learning from everybody on the crew you definitely yeah. have a very different story from a lot of the people that we've had on. And uh, I think it's I'm, it's useful yeah. for people to hear that there's multiple different ways to enter this kind of scary mystery beast that is the, you know, the animation industry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you do not need to go to, you know, if you don't, if you don't have the chance to go to art school, you don't have to. Like, I, like you said, I know a lot of people on the cruise I've been on who were just like, I was an engineering major. I was a, uh, you know, electrician major. Electricity. I don't know. I, I, my knowledge has gone over the past two years. So now, now, if you, <laughs> if you suddenly have a bunch of regrets and you want to go back to engineering or programming, would you start a Twitter where you post fan codes of your favorite programs or something oh my god obviously like i i <laughs> mean be I, the way you do it you've, there too you've con you've convinced me i should just like quit right now you know like connecticut's calling me i, I should like get an internship as a coder or something your rabid <laughs> fans that submitted 100 prompts are screaming right now <laughs> you, this is the big leak that that we were worried about <laughs> oh I'm sorry, Mike's fans. Creative Block has turned Mike into an engineer again. <laughs> <laughs> like you, no more hunt load, just quadratic equations. <laughs> like, Parabolas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a shape. I think maybe I don't know. or a line. I don't know. Well, it's a great oh, yeah. picture. Uh, Sean drew Mike um, <laughs> sliding on the concrete of LA. <laughs> Perfect. Uh... Oh my god, that Living Micah the dream. and Betty is so cute. They like in <laughs> they like little casual wear is so cute. <laughs> yeah, I was like I was scrolling through your Instagram to find your OCs. I was like, where are they? Yeah, don't, I I don't know either. I haven't drawn them in forever. <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm also sorry to. I, I, I was like I, I was looking at the prompts and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna draw Bowiji and Huntlow and, and Butch and, and then I was and then well that never happened. Sorry everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but the fans they you know, they're they getting so talk. much yeah, they're getting so much from your experience. <laughs> like I feel like you I haven't really seen you 
like talk about your experience breaking into animation yet so yeah i mean, I, I just kind of like kept to myself it was it was so funny because like the whole month between me like getting the offer and then like announcing that i'm on owl house and it was just like me just pretending everything's normal I'm like haha here's some more steven universe fan art or whatever like <laughs> there's stuff brewing in the background but i'll never tell like, i also didn't want to jink myself i'm such like a superstitious person i was like if i posted on twitter i was like "Ooh, i have this opportunity something might come out of it and then it didn't happen i would feel terrible <laughs> like I, I would be like oh i jinxed it darn it like so i i just like to keep to myself until until things are like official you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh what would you say to all your fans who are uh, you've given so much good advice today what would you say to all your fans who are looking just rabidly for a new podcast that gives advice about uh when you have creative block how to deal with it i mean i think i got like an email from some spam account from, <laughs> it's, it's um this one sounds good. <laughs> uh, creative blog, or I think that's how you pronounce it. Like, <laughs> Am I pronouncing it right? Am I pronouncing your name right? I guess we'll never know because is it my katsu? Represent it. <laughs> is it my katsu? My is it creative? Is it creative blog? <laughs> it's so funny because like, isn't katsudan like with a K, and people think that, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> I don't so. know. Would uh, you? <laughs> that's so fun. Would you rather have us? For your, for your little like podcast, uh, final thumbnail icon. Would you? We'll put Austin. We'll put Mike Austin. Okay, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. definitely, <laughs> definitely Mike Austin. Also, the like, uh, uh, it's so funny because the only time I like acknowledge that it, it could be Katsu is I I got a Japanese Wii U, and uh, my Nintendo ID for my regular Wii U was Mike Katsu. And then my my one for my Japanese Wii U was my Katsu with the K. Get oh, it? Get wow. it? It's so funny. Like, and it somehow wasn't taken, so I was like, "That that's me." <laughs> or I could just gaslight everyone and be like, "Yeah, I really love Katsu Don. What are you talking about?" And I the you know, <laughs> I just spell it because I'm quirky. I spell it with a C. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just dumb, so I misspelled it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I was 13. I don't know how to. Sp I didn't know how to spell. What are you talking about? Yeah, nice correcting a 13 year old. You bully. I yeah, you're, honestly, you're... I feel like as a 13 year old, you could have come up with like so much worse than Mike Cassie, oh, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, the stuff before it was really cringy. Like, I, I think I was like Chuggy Chug before that like chuggy chug now is that a thomas the tank engine reference or a drinking way too much alcohol reference no it was more like a, it, was, it was more like a like a train kind of thing like oh yeah like the little engine chug. that uh tried your best <laughs> <laughs> listen i could i could not think of something inspirational to say so there you go try your best that's my really best. what life boils down to if you just try your best you'll do great things you know but it's true because then no regrets you know yeah i i also was gonna i i, I could have been brutally honest but this wasn't like as nice i was gonna also say think of the most negative and 
worst thing that could happen to you in every situation because then if it happens you're prepared and if it doesn't then you're <laughs> that's you're, a real that's pessimist better. point of view that's I how know, pessimists but that, but do that's it. what i do that's nice. what I do. Okay, but I relate to that though. <laughs> no, I feel sure. like I'm I'm I catastrophize all the time and I think about all the worst case scenarios all the time and everything that could go so wrong and horrible. And then I'm like, my life is pretty good actually. <laughs> yeah, because like even if like the most mediocre thing happens, you're like, wow, that's better than the my me fucking like dying in a car accident. Like that's Dude, so much better. I feel like when Decepticons transform, they should have said said Decepticons catastrophize. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would have been fucking sick. <laughs> I like that what word. They... I've, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> catastrophize. I like it. Really catastrophize. I that it exists, right? I didn't just make it up. No, on I the like spot, it. Right? I hope. I yeah. mean, if you did, I mean, you might have. But let's make it a word. Like I'm saying. Yeah. If you, if if you did, then let fucking print, save, and <laughs> download and print. It, I I just looked it up. It's a real wor word, and I was gonna say I'm trying to make a little joke. My cat sutra buys. No, it doesn't work. Nah. We'll figure it out. We'll fix it in post. Clem, Clem, help, Clem. <laughs> we need to fix it in post. We need to make the joke with Clem. Catastrophize. Oh. Oh. You did it. I'm saying, like, <laughs> <Cat> <laughs> trophy. Yes, Mike. Mike, cat, Steven Universe, trophies. Yeah, that's my, well. Please, <laughs> my father was oh, Mike, no. cat, Steven Universe, <laughs> trophies. You can just call me Mike. Or... Hello, um, Mr. Mike, uh, cat, Steven Universe, trophies. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that you? Again, that was my father. Like, you, okay, you, oh, I'm so you, sorry. <laughs> Oh my god, the, the, like, uh, also, there was also a point in my life where I was, when I got the job, I was like, I should change my name to Mike Cat O, like Owl House, but then I was like, that's so stupid, and I'm so glad I didn't do that, because I just, been... my cat toe, my cat toe, like, <laughs> my, my little cat's, cat's toe. toe. Well, I mean, that's cute. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's someone who's very happy with uh, their screen name as uh, My Cat Toe Beans. And I feel like that's, <laughs> I, you know, I'm sure they love having that name. Well, power to them, I guess. You know, good for them. <laughs> but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be embarrassing to you to have that name. Uh <laughs> if you're listening, if you're out there and you're listening, My Cat Toe Beans, uh, it's okay. It's okay. I actually think your name is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's great. No, um, no. Don't try to backpedal now. No, <laughs> I always thought it was great. I was just like... Clem, take out you know. Mike's retraction. <laughs> I, I swear. like I love uh, whoever... After this airs, I'm going to give it a week, and there better be My Cat Toe Beans at My Cat Toe Beans on Twitter. My Cat Toe comment. Bean, you hear this. Please Mike. comment in the comment Ta section of this guys, video. Guys, ta tag Mike Cat Toe Beans in, in uh, the comment section of the Twitter oh post God. or whatever. We surely <laughs> hope to see you in the comment section of Mike Cat Toe Beans. Mike Cat Toe Beans, if you want to come on the next Creative Block podcast <laughs> and talk about your how you deal with Creative Block and how you came and the start of how you came up with your very good name that I like and some other people on this podcast don't like. Please. <laughs> it's like the the account is like created in 2010. Like they've been here 
for so long. And they were like, finally, someone acknowledges my hard work. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> turned out to years. be the best guest we've ever had. And then they have like, I kind of, the... I kind of wish for that episode to happen now. Like you know, we've <laughs> talked about it so much, I like, I, I see it in my brain. I'm like, I, I... my cat Toby. My cat Toby. And with that, my cat Tobin, we're so very uh, excited to see you on the next episode because that is the end of this creative block. Oh, um, Mike <laughs> yeah, Austin. Yeah. Yes. Thanks That's for me. being our guest and sharing your story. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I'm that was great. Um, but. I know I won't hold a candle to my cat Tobin whenever he or she or they may come on in the future, you know? And thanks to our listen listeners, including my cat Tobin. Follow us on Twitter at Creative Block, where we ask for drawing prompts and questions to ask our guests. Huge colossal thanks to our editor Clements for um making me win that argument and making me look very good uh, for editing the podcast and Malik for helping to produce the show and hopefully track down my cat beans in the future v if you uh oh i started reading your line v if you love the show then you have to support us on patreon v <laughs> becoming a patron gets you early access to interviews as well as bonus episodes click the link in the description of this episode i have been your host gene jk i was v uh that that was in the script and and we both messed up on the script uh but that's just a little shout out in case any of you guys miss gene on instead of having me on uh that's just a little bit of a shout out for you guys um and i was sean not gene keep being creative <laughs> and we'll see you next week Woo! Woo! bye